Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. I'm your host, Dusty White, author of Advanced Tarot Secrets and the Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever. I've got Becky with me, one of my favorite students. Uh, we're going to talk today about New Year's resolutions and New Year's manifestations. I want you all to make 2014 your best year ever, so we're doing a three-series podcast of three series and uh we're just really going to focus exclusively on manifestation specifically tarot manifestation and how to get what you want and the difference between wishful thinking and actually um and post out effective magic or effective spell casting or effective prayer whatever you want to call it let's just get what you want hi becky how you doing today I'm good, thank you. Yay. So I just got out of a committee meeting. Um, I hate committees. I There were so many nice, well-intended people there, and it was just a cluster F. Um, I can't, I know I'm censoring myself, but it was just a mess. Manifestation does not happen by committee. What do you think about mm. that, Becky? I'd agree wholeheartedly because being on several committees, I tend to find that um, there's a lot of people talking and very few people doing. And the whole key to manifestations effort, not sitting back and expecting someone else to do it. Yeah. And clear manifestation thing, or I should just say my cat is uh, the new kitty is very happy and it's, um, deciding that it wants to be around me all the time so um it'll probably interrupt the podcast uh so pardon me if i start talking to the cat but um things happen when you have clear decisive action that means you know what you want and you go out and you do it you go out and you make it happen or you get someone to do it for you uh committees are the antithesis of anything happening so um with all due respect to the corporate entities in the world and their committees and, and whatnot, uh, if you want 2014 to, to work, to be what you want, um, you got to sit down by yourself. You, you can't ask your friends and your family who you should be or how you should go about do, you know, living your life. You really have to sit down by yourself and think, self, what do I want? You know, who do I want to be? Um, I, I like that song by Oingo Boingo. I know it's like years and years old, but Danny Elfman said specifically, who do you want to be today? And that's such a great song because it forces you to go, I'm not who society tells me I am. I'm not who I'm pressured to be. I can be whoever I want. Uh, it's going to take a lot of work. There's no, I'm not going to lie about that. There's, there's no magic without sacrifice and there's no, there's no way to get your dreams without stepping on a few people's egos. That doesn't mean that you have to do anything against them. It just that means that when you decide who and what you're going to be, there are going to be people in your life who are like, no, I don't want you to do that. I want you to do this for me. And, you know, we're sorry, that's not going to be happy. So we're going to address that monster today as the cat does. Can you hear that cat? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the air conditioner, that's the cat. Um, so I am, I'm just so, oops, sorry, Dad. I'm so upset about this uh, committee. 
it just was a waste of an hour of my life. Uh, of course, you know, I'm very proactive, and I think that's what I want to get across is how to really make your manifestation work. Um, you have to sit down. You have to write out what it is you want on paper. It's not just enough to think about it. Mm. Getting it out on paper not only transfers it from the ethereal to the material. We've talked about that, and we will talk about that in great detail more and more. But it really forces you to encapsulate your thoughts and ideas and commit uh, to because you're if you're going to write something down that is kind of a commitment to go from thought to paper. I can think of a lot of things, but most of them I don't want to write down. It's just passing frivolous thoughts. They're not worth jotting down. If I'm going to write something down, it has to have at least enough meaning to be worth the effort of uh, moving my hand, much less finding a, a pad of paper. So when you write down your desires for the beginning of the year or throughout the year, um, you really are making a lot more progress than it would seem on the surface because it's such a simple exercise. I just jot it down. Um, but I want everybody to do this because I, I want us to get together, um, at least if not in person on the podcast, and uh, at the end of 2014 to say, did we, you know, was this a great year? I'll tell you right now, 2013 was one of my best years ever. It was fantastic. It was fun. I uh, helped a lot of people. Uh, met so many great people, made so many friends, so much progress in business, uh, and I certainly want to make 2014 outstrip that. And to do that, I really want to help other people achieve their goals. So that's why we're doing this series here. So first step, we talked about uh, knowing what you want and, and desiring it and obsessing over it, healthy obsession, writing it down. Uh, but you can't go ask other people for their opinions. You you might, you know, if you want feedback or do some research, that's one thing. But there's a certain hot spot. There's certain just balls that you need to just say, I am going to do this. And, you know, it's not about whether you're going to fail or succeed. You don't think about that. Um, failure or success is the score at the end of the at the end of the game. Um, and there's histories full of examples of people that have snatched victory out of the jaws of defeat, and some people who snatched, uh, snatched defeat out of the jaws of victory. There's last-minute wins. There's steady progress along the way. So I would prefer that anybody listening don't don't worry about the final outcome, uh, and don't think ah, I'm, I'm not doing so well. Start out right now at the beginning of the year and just say, I want this. And don't worry about how you're going to get it or if you're going to get it. Just know what it is that you want. Do the best you can to figure out a basic plan. Say, here's here's my projected plan. But keep your mind open to alternatives. But focus on the goal and just expect that you've got an entire year to get there. And make sure to do consistent work every day. This is... This is the core mentality of a successful manifestation. I say this because I've done it over and over again. Becky, you've done it. Our students have done it. Um, testimonials like a paper the wall with. So it's not like it's not like we're talking pie in the sky here. Now to bring the tarot 
specifically into this. Uh, we talked about how the tarot is a, um, a visual tool. I want to cover, we don't have a lot of time today, um, but I'd like to cover, let's use the Celtic cross as a, uh, I think it called it Tarot Manifestation 102 in the course. Um, the Celtic cross is a good overview spread. Um, let me put you on the spot here, Becky. You know the Celtic cross. Mm -hmm. And yep. if you were going to use it as a, this is what I would like to achieve, you know, not just a, a plan or a motivational spread, but really something that allowed you to anchor all of the points in for your manifestation. And you were going to empower that and, and focus on it every day and, and, you know, go out and do the physical effort. So that at the end of the year, you could say, I achieved this and, and much, much more. Um, what are some of the strong points? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but what are some of the strong points of the Celtic cross? Why, why the spread? What is it? Why is it better than a one card spread or, you know, or a no spread? Well, I know, um, I mean, this may not be right, but I know how I've, I've used the Celtic cross in tarot manifestation and the fact that you've almost got a map so obviously card position 10 being the final outcomes kind of your goal what it is that you want to manifest but it's also kind of giving you that how you're going to do it and where I like it for me as well is things like um card position five it also gives me something to refer back to because I'm the world's worst at self-sabotage and a doubt will kick in I can hear the cat Doubt will kick in. No, it's Carrot um, Room. He's bitching. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's okay. Um, I'll, I well, my worst enemy. So sort of hard position is often very good for me to refer to to think. Well, actually, hang on a minute. This is what I'm like, so I can push away from it. So I like the Celtic Cross because you've almost got a kind of a map that you're going to follow. But also it lays it all out, and there's a lot of thought that goes into it. So I think in actually creating a Celtic cross in manifestation you're sort of you're, you're cementing it because you, you've put the thought in whereas one card's kind of one card whereas I think when you build it up you've then got this kind of absolute map that you've sealed for what you want yes absolutely um with a one card spread or um two or three card spread you, you can get a much tighter, leaner focus. I want this. This is what I want. And it's um, it's like a deer in the headlights. It, you, literally, all you see are the headlights. Um, I mean, take the whole deer in the headlights uh, general meaning of the, uh, the cliche out of it, but just the idea that uh, to the deer, all there is is the headlights. That's an absolute focus. Uh, I'd love it if if I was a deer in the headlights with my goal. <laughs> Here comes my goal. It's coming right at me. Oh, my God, it's coming right at me. Wow, that was easy. Um, you know, and that's the point is I want to attract it to me. I don't want to have to go out and work. Ah, it's hard work. Work, work, work. No, I want my goal to come at me like a damn semi-truck at night. It's like, oh, my God, my goal ran over me. Yay, thank you very much, goal. Okay, thank you, sir. May I have another? Um, with the Celtic Cross... I love this spread 
in divination, it is a great overview spread. It tells you how we got here, who's involved, uh, what everybody's thinking, uh, and then how things are going to work out. It's not so much a step-by-step, this is going to happen and that's going to happen, but it's a very uh, easily verifiable spread. It's got all kinds of stuff where you can look at it and say, well, this is happening or this has happened. And that is good because it lets you know that you're on the right track. You're not just reading cards going, I have nothing to base this on, but this is what it looks like it's going to happen. Let me know if this works out. The Velvet Cross, before you start opening your mouth, and I go over this in advanced tarot secrets in, in huge detail, but you know, spread verification. But uh, you can verify all this stuff. You know, we got past, we got present, uh, we've got attitudes. Most of that uh, is here now or has happened. We can we can verify that it's true. So by the time we get to the point of like, well, this will happen and this is how it'll turn out, uh, we've already got most of the spread down. We're like, well, if, if all these cards are accurate, then I have a lot of faith that the other cards will be accurate. Now, when we flip it over and use that spread for manifestation, that is one unhappy parrot. He just does not like to be left alone for more than two minutes. Mm. Cat, on the other hand, is sitting here by the microphone and not making a sound. So, um, with manifestation, uh, what we're doing is a plan is something where you say here's what I've got to work with here's what I would like to do and here's how I hope it'll turn out Um, it's a logical process Um, a manifestation is more like uh, a plan except you're the CEO and you're actually telling people what's going to happen and they better get them themselves in order otherwise they're going to be fired Um, with a manifestation uh, especially with the Celtic cross spread we can take the past cards, uh, cards three and, and, and four, the foundation of the past, and uh, we can say, this is what I have done up until this point. Or, conversely, this is what has happened up until this point, whether it's supportive to my cause or not. And anchoring your manifestation in the past is a super advanced technique that I just like to throw out here for the general public because it, it's not that hard. It's, they don't really teach it in class. You don't see it in any of these secret books. Anchor your manifestation in the past. Take, or I should say, tap into the power of things that have already happened to give you momentum. It's so much easier to go from 50 miles an hour to 60 miles an hour than it is to go from 0 to 20. Um, and when you have some uh, momentum when you can tap into the past and say, well, this has already happened, then it makes your manifestation a a work in progress, not a blank canvas. Uh, A blank canvas inspires a creative block or my favorite term, writer's block. Uh, uh, Nothing worse than a blank page. So if you've already got some doodles on it, You can say, I don't like these doodles, I'm going to change them. Or, I like these, I'm going to build off them. This is so much easier and uh, so much... uh, Well, it's easier to get 
results. Sorry, my, my words are escaping me today. Uh, if you have something started, even if it's wrong, it's so easy to look at something and say, ah, oh, it's wrong. And, well, great. If it's wrong, let's fix it. Rather than, oh, it's a brand new year. Oh, oh gee. Who am I again? What do I want to do? So with the Celtic Cross, start with your first two cards. Cards one and two. That's the... Um, that can be the here and the now, if you like, or it can be if you want to do the um, uh, projecting into the distant future uh, technique that I teach in Advanced Tarot Secrets. Uh, the summation that I'll give you here is you pick a point in the distant future and you cast or you build that spread based on that time frame. So therefore, your present is actually the future. Um, so, you know, it's future present. So you go to future present, and you can build your one and two cards based on that point. Where ah, I mean, I, I've done this, and then your your past, which would be cards three and four, would be your present things that are either have happened or you're go, are going to happen or they're happening now, um, because in the future those will be the past. Um, so you can build your Celtic cross from right now, or you can build it in future present time. Did that make any sense, Becky? Yes, 100%. And actually, I think um, that building it with as if it was the, the future was the present, um, to me, with manifestation works particularly well, because then you, it kind of broadens your goal and you're looking at it and you've got kind of, well, this is the life that I want. But because you're setting it out, it's almost like, well, I have the life that I want now, even though it's in the future. So it's almost that the, uh, the both work, but I think that in particular for me has an awful lot of power. Well, let me derail my conversation and jump tracks here because it brings up a point that I don't think we've talked about in the podcast, but I keep ranting about this in the courses, as you know. Um, I don't like the idea. Uh, it's very popular, by the way, for people to say, imagine that you already have something and, and it drives me crazy. Sure, I'm going to imagine every day that I'm driving a Rolls Royce rather than my jalopy. Uh, that is the definition of, uh, what is it called? Uh, oh, yeah, insanity. Um, <laughs> we want to in make our goal as real as possible. But if we try to convince our subconscious mind that we already have something, one of two things is going to happen. It's either going to reject it completely, and our conscious mind will be, I'm a good person, I'm a healthy person, I'm a wise person, I'm a rich person, I'm a beautiful person, I have a Rolls Royce, all that stuff. No, you don't. And your your subconscious is going to say, what you talking about, Lewis? It's, uh, there's a 70s reference. Um, 80s, I don't know. Um, your subconscious is just going to reject it flat out. Well, guess what? You've done nothing. You know, I could spend, I could make all kinds of money telling this same old crap that other people, that motivational gurus do. Oh, just think about it. You already have it. That is the yeah. biggest lie. I just want to smack these people for, for being such thieves and liars. Um, the other thing that could happen, you know, imagine it as if you already have it. Okay, you are fucking insane you know i'm the king of neptune yeah, yeah you know and sure yeah yeah you know there's 
no shortage of crazy people out there. And I don't want us to add to their number. So if you want to empower your vision, make it as real as possible, but not run into the, one of the pitfalls that I've just described. I'm going to give you a recipe here that has worked for all of us. You guys can try it out for yourself, realizing there's no guarantees in life because I don't know if you're going to put out the effort. I don't know what situation you're in. I don't know if you've got support. I don't know how much willpower you have. So this is all free information. Like I said, it's working for us. I want it to work for you, but I'm, I'm not going to say, here, you know, guaranteed, three easy payments. You know? Right. I'm ranty today. <laughs> um, I like to use the, I think it's the parrot that's driving me crazy. Um, I like to use the analogy or the visual that um, you're on your way to the store. You've got your keys in your hand. Your hand is on. Okay, you got your keys in one hand. Your other hand is holding the door or your front door. Because um, you've just opened your front door. You've put one foot out. You're, you're, you know, you're literally about to step outside, but your foot hasn't hit the ground yet. You know that you're going to get in your car because your keys in your hand. And you're going to drive to the store and get the things that you want. So, in other words... Your refrigerator is not stocked full of groceries. Uh, my refrigerator is stocked full of groceries. My refrigerator is stocked full of groceries. Well, no, it's not. You're on your way to the store to get it. Now, one other thing I forgot to mention and I want to go back is a third possibility. If you successfully convince yourself that you already have these things that you desire, then you will stop desiring them. If your subconscious says, well, I'm already uh, rich, pretty, famous, happy, successful, whatever it is you want, then if you've successfully convinced yourself, which is what these uh, fake motivational gurus are, or amateurs are trying to tell us to do, your subconscious, if it believes it, is going to go, okay. And then you will not have the motivation. You will not work the so-called law of attraction. I, I mean... It's really simple. If you believe that you already have it, you will have a desire for something else. You need to stay hungry and say, I want this, and I believe that I can get it, and I'm on my way to get it. As a matter of fact, I'm on my way to pick it up from the store. Um, if you try to convince yourself that you already have it, you're either going to be uh, completely delusional, your subconscious mind is going to go, yeah, I already have it. Okay, well, that was easy. Now what? And it's not. And you're going to lose all of that impetus that that we're trying to build by harnessing the subconscious, or your subconscious is going to flat out reject it and say, "I obviously I don't have this," and it's going to create a, a severe mental stress. And we see this all the time. People um, want something so bad and they get frustrated that they don't have it. So. The technique that has been working for all of us, and I did not invent this technique. I'm not that smart. I'm just passing on information that's been working for thousands of years. And I don't know why they don't teach this in school, but they should. Uh, but yeah. the image that I'm giving is you're on your way. And I like the idea of crossing through the, the, the threshold. You're, you're still in your house, but, you know, you, that very next nanosecond your leading foot that'd be the foot that you know you're walking for your first foot that's about to be set, set down 
that foot is about to hit the ground. And then the next step, the next step, and then the next thing you know, you'll be in the car and off to the, off to the supermarket. So this kind of vision, this type of uh, process in motion, no matter where you are, even if you're just starting out, like, oh, I don't have any money, I don't have any ideas, it seems like, well, starting with something and knowing that the ideas and the money and the help and the, the assistance and the resources will come together. This is the type of attitude that not only gives you uh, conscious motivation, it gives you a tremendous subconscious support, but it sends out a very clear message to the universe. Uh, I need a car to get to the store. I need uh, someone to drive me to get to the store. I need nothing but green lights. I need gas in my car. Whatever it is that you need to fulfill your goal, um, you are ready, you are present, you are desirous. In other words, you know, you're front and center, and that is enough to get God or the gods or nature or whatever you want to call it uh, to help you out. So for 2014, does anybody want a parrot, by the way? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have parrot stew. Well, I don't know. We have a cat. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But actually, the cat and the parrot are very, very good friends, which I, I never would have seen coming. Um, but I'm glad. So for 2014, if you want to accomplish your goals and you really want to get results, here's what I recommend. Of course, you know, listen to the previous podcast. I'll have one more. But it's not just enough to specify and desire and, and uh, healthy obsession and focus. But I want you to take the attitude that wherever you're at in the process, um, harness the power of uh, the past you know, events. If you haven't had any support or haven't had anything that is working for you, in other words, if you can't swim downstream, oh, I've already been doing this, I'll just keep doing it. If your past or your present is so horrific that this represents a complete break, then I want you to work the power of the law of repulsion. Again, this goes back to psychic magnetism. Push away from your current reality. Find something that you can push away from and say, I don't want any more of this. That is very powerful. You don't have to just go around going, oh, I have to attract. I can't think, I can't think unhappy thoughts. This is crap. You can think unhappy thoughts all you want. Just make sure that your unhappy thoughts are, I'm pushing away from something. Don't dwell on it, you know, and that's another thing. Law of repulsion is very, very powerful, but it's not something you dwell on. When, a, when an unhappy thought comes up, you say, ah, I am, you know, you recognize it, you validate it, and you say, that's good, get behind me. You know, I'm, I'm moving away from that, and then immediately replace it with something that you're trying to pull yourself towards. So you use the law of repulsion to push off, and it's easier to push than to pull. So you push off to get some motivation and immediately change tactics and find something that you can pull yourself towards. This kind of psychological judo um, is easy. It doesn't cost anything. And this is how you transform uh, uh, nothing into something. Am I being clear at all on this, Becky? 
Can we, can we yeah, crystal, absolutely crystal clear. And I mean, if people are in any doubt, I'd just suggest giving it a go because it works. Yeah, it really does. And that's the thing is that uh, we're, we're just here to help. And um, it, it does work. And I want you, uh, all of you, to get great, wonderful success. And I don't want you to have to spend thousands of dollars at a motivational seminar to get it. I mean, if if someone can motivate you, great. If someone can give you these uh, this help or these techniques, great. But if, I don't want you to feel that there's a price point or or an entry barrier to getting what you want in life, um, other than getting off your butt and doing it. Um, Becky did it and uh, several times, and Beth has done it, but Dippy and. Uh, Again, several other uh, students, but I love having these two on. So let me summarize again. I know it sounds like we're saying the same thing over and over, but I need to make sure that it's clear in your head. We know what we want. Write down, write it out. Brainstorm. You know, that's that's another good thing about writing it out. So you brainstorm. You're like, ah, I don't like that. Guess what? You can scratch it out and go, ah, no, I want it red instead, or I want to do it this way. Take a couple of days if you need to, but clarify what you want out of 2014 and try to find anything in the recent past or the distant past because sometimes there's things that uh, go a long time back say, oh we can I can tap in off that find things that are negative that you can push away from and say ah I'm tired of this you know that's a good way one good way to get us uh, up in the morning is uh, I'm hungry. I'm tired. Which is that's not a, an attraction thing. That's a repulsion thing. I'm tired of being hungry. I want to satisfy my hunger. Um, so it's it, and you do it just a little tiny spark. Um, it's amazing how uh, it may take a lot of cajoling to get your teenager. You would notice Becky uh, out of bed in the morning. You know, come on, it's time to go to school. And I'm not saying you should go poke your uh, teenagers or do any violence, but one tiny little pin, poke, that'll wake them up real quick. <laughs> and my the my analogy is, it only takes a little bit of repulsion, a little bit of, I don't want this. You only need the tiniest bit of push to activate, or um, it's it's like the. It's like the spark that lights the fuse. We, we we just need that little fuse to 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 get the explosion of energy going. So a little bit of repulsion backed by a whole lot of attraction, and all of a sudden you're up and running and went, wow, that's easy. Um, so know what you want. Um, find something to push away from and to help you reach out and grab towards where you're going for and constantly be on the lookout for ways to bring your manifestation to reality. A successful manifestation isn't sitting at home, you know, chanting or meditating or sitting in the lotus position and having things come to you. Um, and it, on the other end, it's not going out and working and slaving and, and, and scrimping and saving. It's a, it's a, we talked about the golden triangle, PME. It's a little bit of physical energy. It's a little bit of mental energy. It's a little bit of emotional energy. And the more congruent, thank you, Tony Robbins, for that word, uh, the more congruent, the more um, 
in harmony that those things are. Uh, again, healthy obsession, focus. Uh, the more you will be able to access divinity within yourself and without and harness the power psychically of like minds to bring people to you. Uh, this is nothing you can't learn. I go back to Napoleon Hill because I, I, you know, as much as what we're talking about hasn't been covered in his work, um, he has covered enough to where I can say, you know, I don't even have to give you proof, although we have proof. Here is proof outside of what we're doing. Um, go to any of the great religions and they talk about the same thing. Um, what do they say? I, I love it with Christians go, God helps those who helps themselves. Lord helps those who helps themselves. They're saying the same thing. They're saying faith demands, put forth some effort, know what you want, and watch it's like the yellow brick road. It just unfolds before you. So I don't want to preach or proselytize. That's a hard word. But I want to give you guys the exact secrets on how to make this work without all of the dogma, without all of the superstition. And then if we're going to use something like the Celtic cross, this is your visual roadmap. This, yes, it's, it's a representation of your plan, but it's a psychic empowerment. So we start, um, anywhere. You don't have to start with card one. You can say, I want to start with my goal. This is what I want. Or if you're not quite clear on that, it's fine. Um, take card seven, uh, you know, instead of your negative fears. Um, again, it's not a commercial, but if you get lost, like, I don't understand it. Pick up a copy of Advanced Tarot Secrets. It's all in there. It's $22. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's cheaper if you buy it on Amazon because they discount everything. But if, if not, or you don't have any money, then, then just listen to me and I'll tell you right now. Card seven. And you got to know the Celtic Cross uh, spread. Otherwise, this doesn't help. Card seven is your push off. I'm tired of this. I don't want this. I, you know, take this away from me. And then card nine, so that's your repulsion. Card nine is your attraction. I don't want this. I do want this. I'm tired of this. I want this instead. That's your yin and yang. That's your um, negative pole and positive pole. I'm pushing from this and simultaneously reaching for that. That gives you double the momentum. Um, cards three and four. How did I get here? Can I use the momentum that I've that I've already got or if I don't have any momentum can I pair these up uh, this cards three and four the can I pair up what's happened in the past with card seven I'm going to take all three of these and push off you know I push myself up so I can stand up absolutely any momentum you can get whether it comes from pushing or pulling or someone coming along and dragging you along any momentum is good as long as you're in control of it and you're not letting life lead you around. Um, from there, um, cards 5, 6, and 10 all relate to your vision, your goal, and how you see it and what you expect. Um, and card 8, I love card 8 because it's you specifically get to state who is going to help you. You know, this is card 8 is all about other people. So card eight is, how are other people going to help me? Who's going to help me? How are they going to help me? So you get to make a declarative statement to the universe, to the gods, and say, hey, this is what I want to happen, and this is what is going to happen. 
I am going to get help from this person. I'm going to push away from this, and I want this. And by focusing on this a little bit every day, you keep it top of mind. You are constantly sending out the same exact signal. Um, we talked about distraction, right, Becky? About how uh, what a demon distraction is. Yep. <laughs> distraction is your worst enemy. Uh, and then taking this back to the original point of committees, there is no committee in your mind. Uh, conflicting desires, conflicting, conflicting desires, or trying to do too many things at once, or I want to do what I want to do, but, you know, oh, my parents, but my kids, but my job. You, you can't allow but. If, um, buts are a great stopping point. They will keep you from making momentum, um, or for establishing momentum. They'll keep you from making progress. Sorry. Uh, Becky, what, what would you add to this? I'm, I'm really trying to cram people's heads full of information so they can actually go out and get this and make it happen, but um, I've got to be missing something. The thing is, though, I don't... There's, there's nothing I'd add in how... Um, you've explained how to do it this evening other than the fact that I was one of those people a couple of years ago who would um, listen to something like this and say yeah it sounds great but it's never going to happen to me and you know last year I managed as we've discussed before I manifested a car I manifested a job um, I've got some new manifestations that I've literally just started working on and I honestly, anybody who's even doubting it, just give it a go because it does work. And what you teach works, the techniques work, and it's almost like one, once you've manifested one thing, it then becomes easier because that, that bit, when you say faith demands, the faith demanding is even stronger because you're like, well, it's worked once it's going to work again. So I wouldn't add anything to the technique. I just say to people, please don't sit there listening, thinking, yep, yeah, it sounds good. I'm sure it's worked for other people. It wouldn't work for me because that was me a couple of years ago. And I'm not that person anymore. And my life is changing so much for the better since I've learned and started actually using these techniques. I, I'm flabbergasted. Thank you so much. Um, Yes, yes, I think the hardest point is getting people to do things. I, I read a horrible statistic a long time ago, and I wish I could actually go back and find the exact numbers. So I'm going to paraphrase this. I apologize. I'm letting everybody know this is technically my opinion based on what I've read, and I don't have statistics to back this up. So this next part is just I'm talking out of my butt. But I do remember reading that uh, most health Self-help books that are bought are not read cover to cover, and those that are read are not thoroughly acted upon. Uh, in other words, we love buying self-help books. We might start in them and we might get going, but the the drop-off rate is is incredibly high. I want to say 60, 70, maybe 80 percent. You know, you know the you can do it book. We start out great and. Life gets in the way, or we get discouraged, or it's a badly written book, or it has techniques that we can't follow, or we feel it doesn't apply to us. But somehow, some way, people don't 
end up getting the results and then they jump to another book and they jump to another book and seminars are even worse. It's, it's, you know, we're all fired up coming out of the seminar and yet a year later our lives haven't changed and that's just not good enough. Um, and this is why, uh, by the way, I'm going to stop and say, I get paid very, very well for what I do. Um, I give this information away for free because I want to make a difference. And I'm not saying I'm some kind of saint. I'm mean, going to tell you right now, I'm a, I'm a damn typing monkey. Uh, Mongo only pot in Game of Life. I, I don't even have anything original. I quote Blazing Saddles. I'm just not that smart. And I'm okay with that. The point is, this works. I can do it. You can do it. Everybody can do it. And I need you to actually do it, not just sit here and go, oh, it's fine, or oh, I'm tired, or I don't like the production values. Um, we need to get out there, and we need to roll up our sleeves, and we need to just say, you know what? I, I know other people have drama. I know other people want their own thing in life, but I need to carve out a little bit of happiness for myself. And I want to give away this information for free so that you guys can see that this is real. There's not a paywall. Paywall is a way of saying you don't get in, you don't get this information until you, until you pay. Um, is there a lot more to it? Yes. Is there a lot to learn? Yes. If you want me to hold your hand, yes, it's going to cost you money because i got to pay the rent too. But in as much as I can help you get off your ass and make something out of your life so that you're happy and you're not one of these people who's miserable in a relationship or gets to the end of their life and with regret um, because there's too many of those people out there. If you can make a difference in your life, you're going to make a difference in other people's lives. I know, for example, Becky, whether you realize it or not, you are now an inspiration for your kids and for people around you. And there's some people that support you and some people are angry and jealous. But the thing is that you're making waves just by being you. And you're contributing this shining light to society. And if we had a hundred more Beckys in your in your neighborhood, uh, it'd be confusing because everybody's called Becky. But <laughs> it would it'd be like a gaggle of Beckys. It'd be, it'd be just a... Um, a whole bunch of people running around, very positive, getting happy results. And the ripple effect uh, just reinforces everybody else's desire for happiness. And what I like about this is this is all non-selfish. Even if you're completely selfish and just, I want, I want, I want. That's fine because what we're doing is we're doing this in a way that doesn't detract from other people. And our successes uh, shine and make other people say, wow, I can do this too. So if you have any questions, email me, you know, me at dustywhite.net. I'm not really answering any emails, emails right now. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm trying to finish this book and I've got myself on lockdown. Uh, but go ahead and email me. Uh, I will get to you as, as fast as I can. Uh, we are here to help. If you need extra help, yeah, it costs money. If you just want to listen to these podcasts over and over and get real value out of them, then do it, you know, and, 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 you know, go with God. Uh, just whatever you do, do not let 2014 escape because at the end of the year, Becky and Beth Tippy and several others and I are going to get together. We're going to say, well, how did we do? And 
Uh, I'm going to make a prediction right now because that's my job as a professional psychic. I'm going to predict that we're going to have a pretty kick-ass 2014, and I want you guys to as well because at the end of the year, we will find out. That's going to be the truth. You know, at the end of the year, we either did it or we didn't. And I don't care how bad your situation is, I've probably been worse. Um, and I made it through. There's times that it wasn't easy. Uh, we're just trying to help you uh, make this easier, but you got to get up and do it. So there's my rant. There's my whole motivational speech. Um, Becky, take us out with any kind of tidbits that you can. Um, I know we've talked about this before, but uh, we're using the Celtic Cross or, or any Celtic Cross as an example, saying here is an image of what I want. I'm using the tarot cards to represent um, my plan, and I'm focusing on it. Or, you know, this is generically. Um, if you had to teach someone right now, what would you tell them that we haven't already said? Or what would you want to make sure that they absolutely do? Um, I think the only thing that I would probably add now that I have brought up before is the fact that just make sure when you're choosing the cards, for whatever reason, they resonate with you. And this is only for you. It's not going to be graded. It's not like they've got to kind of yeah. submit it to you before they're allowed to do their manifestation and say, is this okay? For whatever reason, you don't need to justify why you've picked a particular card to represent what it's representing. It has to resonate with you because that's a big mistake I've made in the past. Um, I kind of I deferred and gone with a card that didn't resonate with me. And subconsciously, I was pushing away from it, which kind of defeats the object. So I think the only thing I'd add to what you said is when you're choosing the particular cards in a tarot manifestation, just make sure that they really, really resonate. But you don't have to justify why. That, I think that's the bit that, I, that, that I'd add. It has to resonate with you for the reasons for you, and it's for nobody else but just for yourself. That's a good point, and I'm so glad you brought that up. And nobody else has to see your thing. Matter of fact, I prefer that nobody else does because that way they can't rain on your parade, and that way you don't censor yourself. But what Becky just brought up is these are the deep secrets of what we call magic. This is what we learn and teach in the metaphysical schools, in the deep, deep mystery schools. Um, it all comes down to belief and focus and um, single-mindedness and of purpose. This is why uh, certain people, I'm saying certain people, I'm not discounting them, I'm just uh, put it out there generically. This is why certain people have secret societies. Why they have, why we wear robes, why we have power words and chants, and uh, you know, I'm talking about religions and mystery cults. And when I say cults, I'm not talking about some, you know, I oh, I can't even mention the name of the cult list. I get sued. You guys know what I mean. Um, but I mean it in the uh, Oxford Dictionary version uh, of the word. Uh, what we're teaching you is everything that you need to know. And then if you want to add all of the trappings, because it puts you in the right frame of mind, because it helps you focus, because it gives you the ambiance, feel free to. 
but this is this is behind the green curtain stuff. This is how the mechanics of it all work. So if you just want to do it the short and easy way, just you know, give this a try. You know, I, I don't think that you'll be any worse for the wear, but you know, just do the best you can. If you need help, we're here. Um, thank you so much, Becky. Sorry, I was everybody. Sorry, I was ranty today, but um, that committee drove me crazy. We'll do <laughs> one more. Um, uh, mind to the roundabout, but I don't know. I want to do one more uh, podcast specifically on 2014 manifestation because uh, I don't want people to just sit around and say, oh, man, a new year of resolution. I want people to bring in, and that's, I think that's what it is, the difference between wishful thinking or planning and magic. And what is magic? It is I have a plan, I have a focus, I have a goal, and I am in the right mindset and I've used the right terminology, the right words, the right phrases, the right images. And it's all uh, emotional, intellectual, psychic. It's not something external. But I use the right uh, combination to get the divine, the fairies, the angels, the spirit guides to help me. You know, there's a difference between doing something on your own, doing things with friends, and then having God show up with his angels and go, bam, here you go, dude. Um, and that's what we're after, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about manifesting what other people call miracles. And you got to do this. you got to try it for yourself. you got to see how it works. Um, other than that, you know, uh, we can give you the instructions. Can't do the work for you. And we are never, ever, ain't none of us at the House of White ever going to say, uh, give me money and I'll do it for you. That is, because, no, there's no spells for hire or anything like that. Um, all right, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for being here, Becky. Thank you a thousand times. Um, Thank you. It's always good. And uh, I want you guys to get some results. So, um let us know throughout the year if you need help. Otherwise, at the end of the 2014, we will hold you accountable for your results. And uh, we want you to join us at uh, the celebratory victory dance. Um, I'll rant at you soon, Becky. <laughs> okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye.